0: Hi, I'm Dylan Mack. Thank you for listening to another episode of Actor School with Dylan Mack. Today, I'm interviewing y- your own Ben Benzluge, who works at a, the company LivePerson, which is a global technology company that develops conversational commerce and mixes it with AI software. In this episode, I talked to Yaron, and we addressed topics such as the public outlook of AI and how he even began to work in a career as new as this one. If you'd like to support me more, you can go to my Patreon page and just keep listening to episodes like you are now. The podcast will start right after this. Hello, I'm Dylan Mac. Thank you for listening to the After School with Dylan Mac. Today I'm with Your Own Ben Sluch, and Your Own. Just first, tell us in the audience, like who you are and what you do. You know
1: everything, all that jazz. Wow, that's so so profound. I'm not sure if I should. <laughs> My uh, horoscope or my uh, life story. (laughs) Um, So I'll keep it it short and sweet. I'm originally from Israel. I moved to the United States when I was 21. I met a guy on the beach in Israel, and he offered me a job in New York doing investment banking. So I took it. Obviously, like any 21-year-old with a shot to go to New York, you're going to jump on it. And so I came to New York when I was 21. I worked in investment banking and I I focused on the energy sector, specifically oil and gas. And so I would raise money for oil and gas companies. Um, eventually me and this guy started our own oil and gas company and we worked and grew it until uh, I decided to leave and, and um, exit the firm about last year in 2020 and so in 2020 i kind of took a sabbatical i took the year off just traveled like crazy ended up in miami um now work in technology i sell technology and um yeah basically i i have a lot of different interests um most of them are in business entrepreneurship real estate technology healthcare it's it's i'm very uh, i'm very stretched um but i'm interested in in growing things and building things and so yeah i'm excited to to talk with you today about anything and anything that's on your mind talk about any subject you want or my career path so far whatever you like
0: yeah perfect thanks so so you work for a company now right or right yeah called live person correct
1: That's correct. So, okay. So yeah.
0: Oh, no, you you go, 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 go. Yeah. Yeah. What's.
1: So Life life is a public company that, um, basically sells, uh, chatbots. Um, they've been doing it for 25 years. And what I do is I work with companies to, to, to figure out how they can leverage AI automation, chatbots to kind of sell services and products or, Uh, resolve customer service inquiries Mm, futuristic yeah it's it's the 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 bots have been around for for a long time but they've really been dysfunctional like a lot of times like if you if you deviate from the the script of the the bot wants you to go on um in the past yeah oh yeah it confuses the hell out of it so like if you think about it, like imagine, like you're going to IKEA, like you have to stay on the path, like you can't, <laughs> you can't just go to the kitchen room, like you got to go through the path that they've. And, yeah, you know, yeah, conversations don't really work that way, you know like and we we have random ideas, we we pivot in the conversation, respond emotionally. So, um what we do is we try to sell products that are are much more intuitive to the uh, person engaging with the bot. Uh, And we work with a lot of big companies, which is what what makes things really interesting for me personally.
0: Yeah. So I have a ton of questions about that, but first, uh, we always ask one question to the, you know, to the interviewee and that is, so before you got into all this tech or, you know, uh, business side of things, imagine right now you're a sophomore, right. In high school. And it's like, it's Tuesday after class.
1: Like what are you doing? So I can tell you pretty vividly. Oh, okay. What am I doing or how am I thinking about the world? Just
0: everything in general. Like what was, you know, fifteen year old your own really what what did he like at the time, you know? Did he like business and tech, you know, or was he interested in other things?
1: You know? So growing up I was never you know, I didn't we didn't really have a entrepreneurship or business presence in the house like my my dad worked for the same company for 40 years and you know he was very against taking risks um and so i think when you're a kid you learn a lot from positive and negative examples like i think that was you know a negative example for me because um i want to take more risk Like, I want to find ways to take risks, even though my DNA growing up was to not take risks. Um, And so, you know, what was 15-year-old doing? I was, you know, on the basketball team. I was a very studious uh, kid. But I was also, uh, I was obsessed with, with strategy games. Obsessed. Like... My favorite game is called the yeah. uh, Age of Empires. Like that was an old game. Oh, I don't know if I know that one. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I feel like I'm aging myself, but <laughs> well, Age of Empires is basically a game where you pick a civilization and you basically you create um you create a civilization and you can attack other civilizations and they can attack you. And basically the point is to to try and grow your civilization faster so that you can have a bigger army and, and therefore crush your 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 enemies. But it was a... I think, you know, it, it's such an interesting thing that you asked me this question because, you know, now I'm starting to connect these dots between business and the strategy games I used to play because at the end of the day, business is strategy. Yeah. And someone else is trying to take your lunch and you're trying to take someone else's lunch. Exactly. You got to keep fighting. Exactly.
0: No. Yeah, so it seems like... So wait, okay, that's that's interesting. So what are your what well, like what was your parents then? Like were they supportive of like this risk-taking personality
1: or Yeah, yeah. I you know so it's you know my dad's a funny guy. Like, you know, <laughs> if you ask, you know, if you ask my dad about his childhood, he would tell you like I had to save up to be poor. And <laughs> I think that really informed like his experience because like my dad like growing up like you know in very uh, modest means you know he was probably much more oriented to saving right because like they didn't have anything so for him you know he probably went through life saying i have to i have to save money to get ahead now my experience like you know when i graduated high school it was the beginning of the great recession and so what happened great recession is that we had rampant inflation so the prices of everything goes up Prices of homes, prices of gas, prices of cars, prices of Bitcoin. Everything is going up. And so you can't exactly save your way to the lifestyle you want. So like if you want to buy a house, right, like a modest house, you can't save like a million dollars. I mean, you can, but it's very hard to. And so a lot of, you know, what my generation is going through and what yours will too, is we have to start to think, you know, non-linearly, like, right, how do we, how do we get to that million dollars to buy the home without saving? Okay, we have to figure out ways to grow our wealth and to create wealth through entrepreneurship, right? The other means, yeah. Exactly, like, my dad just retired, he retired with a full pension, and he has social security, and he has his savings. My dad has three sources of income, which are ironclad, right? That's great, right? For him, yeah, great, but, like, you know, if you look at our, you know, what our circumstances are going to be in 40, 50 years, like we're not going to have private pensions, we're not going to have social security. So everything that we're going to have to, we're basically going to have to depend on ourselves. And so, again, that points me to towards like entrepreneurship, like how do we, how do we grow our wealth, um, you know, over our our careers and over our lifetimes, um, you know, with, you know, bright ideas and, and good investments over time.
0: So, yeah, I mean, no, so that's what, like, because, like, like, life, like, I mean, we said the technology, like, with, like, AI messaging has always been around, but it wasn't as good, right? I, I think you were telling me before, right, that, yeah, you know, when it, when it yeah. goes up that track, it, it gets all
1: messed up and wonky. Exactly. So, like, you know, what, what we do is, um. so what's unique about our company is really that this chief technical officer is the former head of amazon alexa and so he came with his whole team to build out the automation and And so if you communicate with our bots um you'll see the difference like i mean it's really it's really impressive and you know i think you know us consumers we're, we're multitasking right so like As as some of your listeners here are listening to you, they're probably also like got like some something streaming or they're like playing on their phone or they're checking, you know, Instagram or something. And so I think the days where you want to be on hold on the phone to talk to someone about a problem are gone. Like you want to text the company that you want to, you know, resolve your issue with say, hey, I have an issue. It's okay if you get back to me in three hours. But I want to do other things while you're working on it. Yeah, that's really where we're. That's really where we're going from that now, perspective. What,
0: now, what is live? Is it like? Now, I was like wondering: is it more like a? Is it to help companies with sales or for marketing or like kind of a mix of both?
1: It's a good question. Uh, traditionally, it's been more of the care side. So, like, customer has a complaint or has an issue. Yeah, and needs build to be customer ready. relationships. Yeah, make them exactly um but now uh where we are now is more is like you know the care side is great but like it's not you know it's not pnl generating like pnl like profit and loss it's it's not there's no incremental value to the organization other than saving money right so sales is where like the growth for us is coming from like we want to get in, we want to go from the traditional, you know, customer service aspect to more sales uh, oriented um, services. So like yeah. if I yeah. why can't the bot sell to me? Like if I know I want like a pillowcase, like why can't I tell the bot I want a, a great pillowcase with this kind of pattern and it go and find you know pillowcases that match my description? That's that's really what we're talking about. Now, I saw, uh,
0: you guys did you guys work with Chipotle or was that just me? Yeah, that?
1: yeah, we worked with Chipotle, yeah. So,
0: yeah, can you, you explain, explain. so, yeah, what was that? Is was that for ordering or,
1: yeah? So, a, a lot of you know, last year, so last year was a huge boom for, for messaging because what was happening is all the stores were getting shut down by governor's with
0: uh, mandates, yeah.
1: right. And so, a lot of the, the the commerce was moving online to digital medium. You know, wanted contactless pickup. You know, how do you order something, and how do you communicate live with someone? Um, uh, how do you communicate with your customers? Like, you can't you can't message all your customers, you know, directly. Like, imagine that. Like, yeah, too, many, a, too many, too like, many, yeah, way too many. So, like, a company we, of that begin- size, especially, yeah, exactly. And also things like loyalty programs and like. You know if the order was messed up like like imagine someone who got their order delivered and it was messed up like what do you do like you know you don't want them calling a central location but my question is what? how how effective is the the like imagine i
0: want to get like i don't know chipotle like you know steak some rice but not too much rice like a little bit of rice could you could the customer put that in or, like message yeah. that like a little bit of rice yeah exactly it yeah, could
1: wow it could so I'll give you an example, like yeah. if you, let's say, okay, so do you have an iPhone? Yes. So if you pull, if you like drag it, the screen down, you get the search, right? Yes. If you click Verizon, okay, in the search, don't click go, but just scroll down and you'll yes. see a tab called business. Okay. And it says message. Yes, message. I see it right there. Hit message. Message. Connect, yeah. Start
0: now you're conversation.
1: in I- So now you're in iMessage and you're talking to a bot. Right. This is a bot, yes. And so you wow. can ask it questions like you give it a shot. Like say ask it how much does an unlimited plan cost? Does question So what if there's like a spelling mistake? It knows. That? I mean depends on the depends on the spelling mistake, but if hopefully, it's, like, yeah, I hope it's not too bad, like then you hopefully correct it exactly but it's a, it's a typo you can the, the ball will still understand what you're trying to say and that's the and that's the difference between what our ai oh my god verizon AI.
0: offers a wide variety of unlimited plans here's a link if you want to ch- wow
1: there you go you see you just asked it a question and i think all right so let's go back to this conversation right yeah you have a question how much does unlimited plan cost what are your options you can go online and you can go through the website, but as you know, some websites are like a maze, right? There's just very like confusing, yeah. A lot of subs. Sorry. I have a very simple question, I want a very simple answer. I also could call Verizon, that's a disaster. And I can also go to the Verizon store, <laughs> that's also get, a a hold, disaster. get on hold for like eight hours. Exactly. And so you just so you just all like if you were to go through with this, you would have completed a sale without a human ever you know interacting with you and that. Yeah, pretty... if i did want verizon i'd buy it right now like boom exactly exactly now we could do this with any product really but it, it, the best kinds of products are ones that are standardized so for example verizon it's a phone plan it's standardized to buy art it's a little bit harder right like You have to describe what kind of art you like, and the bot's going to have to match that description to to many different things, which are highly subjective, right? So not everything needs to be in a bot. Like we don't. This is this is not like the movie I Robot with Will Smith, where you know robots are taking over everything.
0: Yeah. So that's another question. Do you think this? I mean, maybe eventually will replace like human customer service, or you you think never? Or do you think maybe one day it will be good enough that it can do everything so for us?
1: It's it's a good question. I think we're like, I'm not an expert on the matter, but like the truth is that the first jobs to get killed by automation are the are the most menial, tedious jobs, right? So like you've yeah, got a dog, yeah. you used to order with a person, now you're ordering through a screen. Like that job's gone. Like, you know, there's now self checkout at CVS. That job's gone. On one hand, it sucks because, you know, those are the people that are most vulnerable in society, right? The lowest paying jobs. Yeah,
0: lowest paying, and lowest class. Yeah.
1: Like, on the other hand, like, those jobs suck. Like, nobody wants, nobody gets up in the morning <laughs> eager to be a cashier anywhere, <laughs> right? So I think in the short run, it's painful. Because those people, like, what do they do, right? Like, what does someone who's been a cashier for ten years go? Um, but on the other hand, over the long run, it's more interesting because now we're freeing up all this human labor to focus on higher value uh, issues for- or yeah, for humanity. So it's a very good issue. It's a very good
0: question, but so you think in the long run it should hopefully improve society?
1: Yeah, but you know the long run you know maybe like one lifetime like someone can't say i'm you know i'm gonna give up on my on my job so that like we could be a society with no cashiers it's a it's a it's it's going to be tough it's going to be painful for a couple decades before it gets good Mm.
0: and yeah by the way just speak was this job in general like something you like wanted to do when you were younger, like, obviously, right? Not right. You weren't thinking like, I want to work for a company that makes automated AI messaging, right. But like, so I was wondering, like, what did you? Because you always said you were a risk taker, right? And yeah, what what did you study in college as well? Just, you know, to tell
1: the audience? Okay, so. So let's start at the beginning. When I was in high school, I had absolutely no idea no idea what I wanted to do. I had no idea what I wanted to study in college. In fact, um, when I got my, my, when I got all my acceptance letters back, the, the I chose the school I went to because it was the cheapest. So really? the, yeah. Um, and you know even now, you ask me like, like, how did I get into tech? like I met I met someone. Randomly, just like I met the guy who got me to New York, I met someone randomly who asked me what I was up to. And at the time, I was on my hiatus and I was just, you know, traveling a lot. And she said to me, What are you up to these days? And I said, Nothing. I'm just, you know, looking for opportunities. And she says, Okay, well, why don't you join my company? And I told her, I was like, I had no, I was like, I don't know the first thing about technology. I don't know anything. I came from a world of finance and oil and gas. But to be honest with you, My lack of exposure to to technology wasn't really a problem. In fact, my exposure to other industries actually gave me an advantage because I could see things that other people couldn't see, right? I could see deals where other people didn't see deals, right? I I can show up to a company and they say, yeah, we don't really need this product. And then I'll ask them a couple questions, and they'll say, "You know what? Wow! Like we actually like that makes a lot of sense to us."
0: So okay, in, so you had this like talent per se almost.
1: Uh, well, the talent I think here's the thing: like the one of the things that you know going to you know going to a random school and kind of taking this non traditional career path has taught me how to. Overcome obstacles, right? And I think that that is the greatest like skill set that I could have taught myself. You know, does it matter what you're going to study in college? Not really. Like, sure, I, you know, you can't become a doctor if you become an English major. So your major so
0: didn't you, really help you, is what you're saying, or
1: not at all. Like, the, what I learned. So the the greatest thing I learned in school. I'm talking college was. I learned how to think, so I learned how to, I learned how to, I went to a new city where I didn't know anyone, right? In a different country and I had to make friends and I had to get along with people and I had to figure out the system. You know, did I, did what I learned in the classroom help me? No. In fact, I don't remember like 90% of it, but what really helped me is figuring things out that figuring things out mentality is something mm-hmm. that has carried throughout my career. And so like, you know, I don't know if, I don't know where where you are in life, but if you're if you're in school, if you're in high school, Yeah, I'm a sophomore in high school actually. So if you're a sophomore in high school, like my advice to you would be not to try and figure out the next 30 years of your life in the next 2 years of your school, right? I think what you need to think about is what am I naturally good at, right? Am I a people person? Am I a problem solver? Am I, uh, you know, detail oriented, right? And then pursue a, you know, career path or education path that conform to your interests, right? So like someone who goes to be, become a doctor because they think it, it makes a lot of money is in it for the wrong reasons and they won't make it, right? Like, yeah, you, you should chase you what go. you like. Yeah, because the thing is, when the you money will
0: come, hopefully, like naturally, you're good at it.
1: Exactly. When you put when you chase something you like, you you pour, you, you really invest yourself into it. So how many businesses do we know were started with people that were just super passionate about an obscure product? Like, I'll give you an like example. Of them. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, look at this company, Burt's Beeswax, right? They make like a uh, lip balm. The guy was oh, yeah. just obsessed with bees. And he had so much beeswax that he couldn't figure out what to do with it all. So he, <laughs> he came up with more and more products out of beeswax. He finally came up with this lip balm that just became, like, a huge hit. Made him a, you know, made him a millionaire. Like, would, do you think that guy in the 10th grade was sitting there saying, okay, I'm going to, you know, start a bee farm, and then we're going divers- to... No one would have believed him. No one would have, like... yeah. Liked- yeah. So like lo- I get what you mean. Of, yeah. A lot of life is luck, but like if if you're going to be spending a lot of time doing stuff, you might as well, you know, you might as well spend it into something you're interested in. Yeah, cuz then hopefully, you know,
0: if you're so passionate about it, you'll always you'll find a way to make it work. Exactly. Anyway, sorry, I got a little off t- topic there about the live person but uh to get us back on track i do have a quick question so has there ever been like like some imagine i'm using this like has there ever been a negative for people using ai messaging like people get you know like imagine i'm trying to message verizon right now i'm asking you know how do i install you know whatever and it just doesn't work and then i actually get annoyed and I stop using, like, I I go to a different company because I'm like, this is annoying. Like the messaging is not working. The call will leave me on hold for like eight hours. You know, the website's so confusing. I'm just going to go to like spectrum or whatever. Like, is that ever a thing with the AI messaging or you don't really think so?
1: Absolutely. Like when you're, so when you're a consumer, I'll give you an example. Let's say you want to go buy an iPhone. You walk into the Verizon store. And there's a line of five people ahead of you. You're gonna wait or you're gonna go down to the T-Mobile store two blocks away. Uh I don't know. I go down to the T-Mobile store. Exactly. And that's exactly what um, a lot of customers do when they're shopping online or when they're you know trying to, to get an answer. If they don't get their answer quick, or if they don't find what they're looking for quick, they're just gonna move on. So the abandoned cart rate is like something staggering. It's like seventy percent of people that put um, things in their cart online when they shop end up just abandoning it. Uh, they don't find what they want, or the checkout process is too is too cumbersome, you know, whatever. And so, like when you're offering a channel, right? If you're a company, you're offering a channel, whether it's phone or chat or email or you know brick and mortar. Right, you wanna offer like a very seamless experience. Right? Yeah, make it nice and smooth. Because they have short attention spans. Yeah. Exactly. People don't have time. People like you know, people are busy. They wanna like they wanna get what they want done. Get in, and get out. That. Exactly. In and out. In and out. Um so
0: yeah, so how do you so you how do you grab that attention, you know, live person, you know? You
1: just make it seamless, just well, what we what we do, what we think we do better than our competition is we think that our engine behind the bot is able to understand um, the customer's intent better than the than the rest of our peers. So, for example, if you went into a conversation and you said, you know, something along the lines of, I want to buy a flight, you know, the like there's, there's a couple different follow-up questions, right? If you said to the bot, hey, you know, my grandmother just died. I want to buy a flight to Denver to go see her. You know, some bots may say, great, enjoy your vacation, right? <laughs> Whereas our bot may say, you know, we're sorry for your loss, we're getting to this. I can understand
0: day. that. Even those so those little things that don't in the grand scheme think like seem that they matter,
1: they do matter. They do matter. Listen, we look humans make emotional decisions, not rational decisions. Yeah, like 99% but, of the time, right? Exactly. Like how many people bought GameStop at oh, ridiculous you know, valuations, all because someone they saw or someone they heard made some money on (laughs) GameStop. And the FOMO is real. Crazy, I remember. Right, so like imagine when someone makes, if someone makes uh, 10 grand on Bitcoin, right? They bought it at 30,000, it goes to 40,000. They tell everyone they know. I made $10,000, guys, you Exactly. I and mean, what does everyone else say? Holy shit. I need to do this. I need to do this too. And so they all get into the trade, right? And and it's like it's like it's like a herd mentality, right? When one animal starts to run, they all run. And it goes the same the other way. When someone when it starts to sell off, you know, the, the you know up, oh, everyone else starts selling too. That's why the pendulum swings. In both directions, um, very, very far.
0: Yeah, I mean. So really, people when they think of live, per- when they when they think of live person, they think of AI. They should hopefully think, this is this is good, you know. This is this is helping, and not think of it as. could I ever wonder if some people, like, do you ever think some company? No, no. Most companies use like they don't care about the. Like you, you ever think some companies stop themselves from using like, you know, AI things because of like, people being like, I don't know what the word is but, like worried or like, like it doesn't make the company seem as down to earth. I guess if you get what I mean. What do you think? Most companies don't think like that.
1: It's funny you mentioned that. I actually had a company. I actually had a company today, and they and they told me like they're interested in our product, and and the CEO said that he wanted little to no bots. Wow. Wanted,
0: wow really? Exactly. What a He wanted to,
1: the to deflect immediately to uh, a live agent, like a real person. Now, I don't know if it's coming from a place of like I don't trust AI or I don't know if it's coming from a place of like all of my experiences with other people's bots have been nothing but disasters, so I don't Yeah. You know, but I don't know. Look, I mean, like, it's not a, you know, it's not a magic bullet, you know, like, it's not like AI will will solve all your problems. You know, it's, it's, it's the first, it's like, it's like anything like, in the beginning, the first, the first few benefits are amazing, right? Like, so let's say, for example, you're Verizon, right, you roll out a bot, all of a sudden, you're billing questions, we've troubleshooted them. Great, that's a huge lift but the more you deploy the ai the less benefit you get as you deploy it right so the first the first few benefits are huge huge right you're giving people an outlet to not call in you're giving them a, you know you're you're giving them all the information uh you know very quickly and succinctly and fast and but there's a limit right you once you get past all of those and you get towards the harder use cases like a bot's not necessarily the right approach and that's okay. It's okay. Yeah, limits it's sport- are good. Limits are good. Wow. Yeah. I mean,
0: this is all so good. Like, okay. I think that's a that's pretty good so far. So, I mean, really, my main question now is kind of just like, do you think your overall experience with AI technology in general, business, has been positive? And then. Uh- yeah, actually I answer that first, and then I have one more thing.
1: Uh, so, yes and no. The 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 positive things about it are I was really surprised to see how how amazing the AI is. Like some companies are doing almost a billion dollars in sales with AI. Like amazing. Like amazing, like a bot selling products and services. But I think the 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 troubling part about ai or the part that i don't like is like you're also creating this like behemoth of inf- of data, right? And you're you're constantly mining that data. Right? And sometimes if you learn if you learn statistics, right? If you you know there's a thing called data mining and basically, when you start to to when you look too much into the weeds of the data, you start to see patterns that aren't actually patterns. It's called spurious correlations, right? So, like,
0: mm-hmm. okay, explain if, what that, that if, is. Yeah.
1: Okay. okay, so like, um, if I look at, let's say, I look, I took your class, right, and I took the grades of the class, you know, and I, and I looked at the people, right. If I let's say I, I started out really like, let's we zoom out, right? We we only look at the number of hours someone studied for the test and their grade, right? Let's zoom really close in into the data, right? So we look past how hard they studied. Let's say we look past whether they had a good night's sleep the night before. Let's say we look at whether or not they had lunch. Or, or they had breakfast that day. And we could say, oh, wow, um, everyone who had coffee that day did poorly. It must mean that if you drink coffee, you do poorly on your exam. So, like, misleading information or just cutting
0: out yeah. certain important exactly. parts of context of the data just to make 100%. it seem more like, yeah. Like, exactly you what you're saying now.
1: You nailed it. The context. Because it's not the coffee that led them to have a bad it might grade. have been the sleep. It's, yeah, it might have been... It- The night before, which is why they needed coffee, which is why they didn't do well on their exam. So, like all of those, you see, that's the 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 challenge with AI is like AI will go and collect a mountain of data for you. The question is if you know you need to use theory to actually make inferences about the data. Prefrontal
0: cortex, you got to
1: use that. You got it. So you see, okay, this is a great, this is really a great point. Why? Because we said AI can can do all this stuff but there are limits to AI and it goes back to needing the, the human to actually look and, and analyze something and use their critical thinking skills, right? So the critical thinking skills, I told you, what was the most important thing I learned in college was critical thinking, how to think.
0: And yeah, and an AI, so basically an AI just does heavy lifting and what you don't like about it is it, it could like mislead people almost
1: well it can mislead you you know like yeah it you know, was a great there's a great ad one of the best advertisements i've ever saw was by adobe and okay. they show uh they show you this video of a factory in china and they're getting what was the over- ad called by the way so i can look it up just look up uh, adobe supply chain ad okay anyways i'm not gonna watch it now but I'll watch there tell me so like, yeah, what happens just, the video starts at this factory in china and this one guy is screaming at the employees he's saying we're getting inundated with orders there's so many orders coming in and so they ramp up their supply chain they're operating at 100% capacity it's chaos they're making it they're making all these products and then it, it cuts to a scene of a house in America where this baby is pressing buy now on this on this advertisement He's just by now, he's clicking it like 500 times. And each time he's clicking, it's creating an order in, in China, right? And so that's what we're, you know, that's really what we're talking about here is that, you know, we're, yes, we have a lot of data, but like, are we getting to the right conclusions? That's, that's really what... Ooh, you know, yeah.
0: I see. All right, so you think... Online. someone wants to get into like the AI at least specifically they gotta know what they because there's a lot of different like parts or subparts to
1: just AI, right? Yeah I'd AI say. is such a, like, such it's so ambiguous. Like you know a Roomba is an AI. Roomba like that little like robot vacuum that goes around <laughs> your room vacuum that has AI.
0: Now yeah, that's a lot different than like live person which is also AI but it's message.
1: Exactly it's also different I would say that Roomba is one of the most successful applications of of AI. Oh, yeah, you know, it, yeah. It's very widely accepted, right? It's not just widely accepted. It's like, the thing can go around your room. It can map your room. It can. It knows that an object is, you know, like, it, it can't, like, you know, there's objects it can't circumvent. Like, there's a lot of, like, there's a lot of benefits. There's a lot of stuff that, that, that those companies do extremely well. No, and then yeah. there's, like, uh the cyborg you know the cyborgs from terminator those are also ai
0: <laughs> well hopefully you know those AIs are but anyways wait basically it's the audience should walk away with if they're gonna walk away with anything hopefully is that really they should just have an open mind new ideas
1: yeah um oh yeah f- or, or tell me know, what f- do you think
0: they should really walk away with like the general idea you'd like want everyone to walk away with
1: okay so the general idea is this like don't be afraid to fail and if you're gonna fail you want to fail fast right because yeah, failure get, your, get back
0: up there get your feedback
1: up yeah yeah and f- failing fast you know you the, the biggest resource the one thing you guys you know will realize in time is that the biggest resource you have is time and so if you're going to be if, if you're going to fail that's okay but just fail fail quickly Right. So like you want to you want to get to the point where you know something's going to work or not work quick. Right. That's that's what's important. Um, also, like, you know, not to be afraid of failure, to try new things, to be able to reinvent yourself. Right. That's very important. Um, you know, I went from the oil and gas industry to, to the to the uh, tech industry. Those are two opposite industries. Those skill sets do not overlap. Right. How do you reinvent yourself? right? Um, how do you overcome challenges? How do you learn to think critically? Like, those are things that are not taught in school. You know, your teacher will not teach you this, you know, you're what's really fortunate about your generation is that you're able to educate yourself on YouTube, you don't need school. Like, if I'm being honest with you, man, like school is like a full it's like a, it's like a resort. You know, there's alcohol, there's like food unavailable. available, you know, like you hang out with your friends. It's like being living on a resort, um, an all ex, an all expense paid resort. Um, I think that the education really starts with you. Like you know, you're able if you care about a subject, any subject. Like let's say you wanted to become a barber, right? Yeah, you can really educate yourself on YouTube. It's amazing. Like it's really amazing. You can
0: become an expert on anything. No, yeah, I went to get into cooking and I just watched a lot of the videos of people cooking and I can actually generally cook like a decent obviously I'm not like Gordon Ramsay, but
1: you know. There you go. So like, you know, like I I really so think, take. So uh, take
0: advantage, these our generations to take advantage of the new,
1: you know, ways to learn skills, basically. Yeah, exactly. Start a business, uh, don't be afraid to put off college for a year to travel or to figure things out. Like, there's no rush. Like, I remember when I was in, when I was graduating high school, it was like, there's like this rush, but, you know, go to college, get through college. Like, I don't even know what I wanted to study. Like, why am I rushing? Like, how is it? I think it's crazy that we ask an 18 year old who doesn't have any experience, they have no job experience, they have no life experience. We ask them, what do you want to, what do you want to study? What do you want to spend $250,000 to study? And what do you want to do with the rest of your life? Like, that is insane. That is literally insane. So, like, what what yeah, I think... Yeah, it's unreasonable. It's, it's crazy. It's nuts. Like, there's so much pressure on kids these days. Like, do you know how competitive it is to get into college? It's nuts. It's absolutely, absolutely nuts. Like if you know if I was you I'd consider like you know like becoming an electrician or something you know like at that point like it ain't worth it, <laughs> it ain't worth the headache you know, but or try to try your hand at a business like why not take why not take a year between high school and college to start a business mm-hmm. why not it's a great yeah. experience like you learn a lot more than you learn in college and it'll give you perspective yeah
0: I mean that's what most most of the, uh, you know, successful people now they dropped out of college, you know, pursued their. Well, they dropped company. out of college.
1: They found their calling, right? Not because they. I guess, I, yeah. they, so they found their calling. They found their calling, and they said to themselves, like, like. You know, I I, I want to build this, and it's not worth like, me like. You know it's not worth me de- delaying it to you know i want to f- i want to finish i want to start this right and so that's why you know bill gates dropped out that's why steve jobs dropped out that's why mark zuckerberg dropped out and they didn't drop out of like any old college like Zar- zuckerberg dropped out of you know harvard oh yeah like elon dropped
0: out like stanford right but...
1: um yeah exactly so the, you know what that tells you? It tells you that there's no time like the present, and also that you know time is the biggest resource. Like they didn't want to spend two two, one or two more years.
0: What's the biggest? That's the most valuable, Yeah.
1: They didn't want to spend an extra two years in school because that would just put them two years behind their idea exactly, when they could be pursuing it.
0: Yeah, exactly. Anyways, you're on. This is so great. Uh, Better than your... You, yeah. Well, let me, uh, if, is there any, is there anywhere that uh, if you want to learn more, I mean, I guess they should just check live person, right? If they want to learn more about what you did. You
1: know, um, add me on LinkedIn or add me on Instagram. Hit me up. Like, you know, definitely like, feel free to reach out. Um, You know, you can look at LivePerson and kind of look at our company. But if you actually, let me see. All right.